I'm Callie Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are around the world. My guest today is Meg Farenbrook, the assistant head of middle school at the Episcopal School of Dallas. Meg, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what the assistant head of middle school at ESD is and what it's like to have that role? Yeah, of course. So it's a really long wordy title that pretty much just means that I'm the vice principal of the middle school. And my school goes from pre-K all the way to 12. So my my job is to manage fifth grade through eighth grade. And um, having my role as a vice principal means that I'm in charge of making the schedule for every student and every teacher. My job is to make sure we've got really fun clubs going for students to engage in fun activities before or after school. Um, I do a lot of work with teachers and helping them manage their classrooms if like little issues pop up. And then another part of my job that can sound not so fun is when students make mistakes, um, they usually end up in my office and we, so I, I, I have to deal with the discipline part and holding students accountable to the rules that we have and making sure that um, we're holding them to our standards and, and then issuing consequences. That's not always fun, so. Mm. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? One of the things I love about my job is that it is so different every single day. So I am usually up and about walking around in the morning, greeting students, um, hanging out with students. We have a breakfast hall where they can eat breakfast. And so I will go and hang out with them. Um, throughout the day, I will go visit with teachers. I might have meetings with different parts of how we run our school. Um, I teach a class, so I'm always in the classroom teaching one period a day. Um, I also might be helping students get into their lockers. If their lockers get jammed, I might have to help out uh, to cover like a recess duty if a teacher needs needs help. But really my job is to be available and my office sits right off of like the main part of our school. So people will pop in and ask questions um, and I'll go chat with students and, and meet with them throughout the day. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? So I've always been a teacher. I've been working at at ESD for, this is year number 17, and I never thought I wanted to go into what teachers call administration. So my job as an administrator, never thought I wanted to do that. But it wasn't until 2018 when this position was opened and they wanted to hire someone internally, someone from the school. And I thought, well, maybe I should try, like go for it, see if I might like it. And as I was filling out the application questions, that's when I realized, oh my gosh, I have lots of ideas for how to make our middle school better. I have um, a vision for how I wanna see kids uh, be handled when they make mistakes. And um, it was while I was answering those questions that I got really excited about wanting to be in this role. And so thankfully I, I got the job and I'm starting year number four in my position. Wow. That's, that's a while. It is. It's, but it's been a crazy four years because we've had the shutdown last year. We had a really mm-hmm. different experience because of COVID. So it, it's certainly been um, we, it's been, I've had to be very flexible. Yeah. I was doing homeschool last year. It was just, uh, yeah, it's really hard. It was a lot different. It is. And were you doing school online, like doing classes online? No, I was just doing homeschool. I actually used this thing called notion. Okay. Yeah. Um, you might've heard of it. Um, yeah, it, 
the only nice part about it was I had tons of free time with only like four hours of work a day mm-hmm. or at least I drag it out for four hours but it's really just <laughs> an hour of work okay okay yeah <laughs> So did you consider other jobs or careers before this one? And can you tell us a bit about the path you took to get here? You know, I, I have, I know I never considered another, another career path. I always knew from the time when I was probably in first grade that I wanted to be a teacher and um, always played school with my stuffed animals or my dolls, um, just loved it and didn't really know. I, I knew I wanted to be a teacher, but it really got solidified when I went on a international service trip between my junior year and senior year of high school and got to teach English in a village. And that's when I realized, oh, I love this, but I need to learn how to do this better. And so um, nothing has ever really uh, drawn my attention or I can't really see myself doing anything other than work in schools. So what do you like most and least about your job? I love all of the people interactions that I get to have. I'm a, I'm like a supreme extrovert. And so getting to talk with fifth graders through eighth graders, teachers to parents, I absolutely love getting to have all of those connections and relationships. Um, I think the hardest part is having hard conversations. That's not always fun. And I think the least favorite part is I end up having to do a lot of schedules and really detailed work. And that just... I can do it, but it doesn't give me a lot of joy. Um, the only thing that makes me happy about it is that it makes lives easier for my teachers. So that that's why I try to do a good job, but it's, it's not the fun part. Mm. Now a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Kids Green Team, a business startup kit I created with my friend Micah. Here's the problem we learned about that we couldn't ignore. Your city doesn't recycle plastic grocery bags, shipping air pillows, bubble wrap, and other plastic like that. Whether you throw them in the trash yourself or put them in your curbside recycling bin, they're headed for a landfill, or worse, the ocean. But that's where my friend Micah and I come in. We've built an entire course to teach kids like us how to turn this unnecessary waste into a successful business, profitable from month number one. Check it out at kidsgreenteam.com. Let's do some good together. Okay, now back to the show. What level of education do you have? Was that required for your job or not? Great question. So I have an undergraduate degree in elementary education and a minor in sociology and um, definitely needed a college degree to be a teacher. I had a certification, a teacher teaching license. Um, But if I want to go up higher, like to be a head of middle school or a head of school, I need a graduate degree. So I just started my graduate degree this last summer um, at Columbia University. So I can go and learn and, and, you know, get ready for my my next career step. Cool. So how much money would someone starting out in your field expect to make and what's the long term income potential? That's really interesting. And if you were to ask a person that question, if they worked in public schools, it would be different. So I'm in a private school. And I think a first year teacher, if you were a classroom teacher could expect to start out making like $50,000 a year, Um, moving into a vice principal job, maybe $80,000 a year, and then maybe moving up a little bit each year as you gain more experience, gain more wisdom, and all of that work. Um, Long term income potential, I know heads of schools can make over 
I think $100,000. I don't know the actual range, but, but they can make a lot of money. Wow. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? Be interesting if you were to ask my husband that, because he would say that I probably work too much. Um, But I think I likely work like a 50 hour or a little more uh, work week. So I show up to school around 7.15 in the morning. If if I've got a busy day, I might get here at 6.30 in the morning um, and don't leave until five o'clock at night. So that's about 50 hours during the week. And then I probably do two to three hours of work on the weekend, sometimes more, sometimes less. It really just depends on the season of the school year. Mm. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? You know, my advice would be to follow your heart and to make sure if you, being a teacher is all about connecting with people and building relationships. And my advice would be to do what you can to get as much experience, getting to know as many different kinds of people, because it helps you be able to build connections with people who might be really different from you. And that's really important to this job. So this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? This is going to be non-traditional, I think, in my answer, but I was involved with a nonprofit that took high school students on service trips all over the world for eight summers and got to lead high school students to Nepal for three weeks, to Cambodia, um, and to the city of Detroit. And that was a huge investment in time, energy, but the return that I've received from that in terms of the training, the experience, how to manage crisis and remain calm, those experiences that I gained from investing in that um, program have really been helpful for me in my position now. And I think even going forward into whatever else I do. So that, I think the best investment was being a part of, it's called Students Shoulder to Shoulder. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? I was thinking about that one. And um, I, this, there's a lot of history behind it, but I did within, after getting my new position as the vice principal, um, the principal job came up and I applied for that. My boss who had been the principal was leaving to take a new job. And I was very young, like very new to my position didn't have a lot of experience, but I went ahead and applied for the promotion and I didn't get it. And it was so disappointing, um, really sad. And I felt like, what, what could I have done more to, to have gotten this job? And in talking with my head of school who told me that I wasn't getting it, he said, look, you, you just need more experience in your current position. And so as I've thought about it, I am really thankful that I did not become the head of middle school at that point. I have so much more still to learn and I've learned a lot from my new boss and it's been, it was a good moment of putting myself out there and being vulnerable and a really good moment of realizing I need the experience to be able to step into the next level of leadership. Hmm. So is there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Yes, I would love to give my junior year AP history teacher, Claire Morozak, a shout out. She was one of the most inspiring teachers. She cared about us as students, pushed us really hard, challenged us, and didn't accept anything but the best of our motivation. And uh, she just showed me what it meant to be a good teacher. And, and the best thing is I get to work with her now. And I actually got to teach a class with her. And it was really special 
to get to teach alongside of a teacher that has um, impacted me and shown me what a good teacher is. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Growing up, no. I think I always did things in the summer that helped me get ready for being a teacher, whether it was being a nanny or working at a camp. Um, I, I think a lot about, I wish at times that I would have gotten my graduate degree right when I was finished with college, but I'm really thankful I have 16 years of experience teaching as I go into my graduate degree. So there, there's times when I'm like, I really wish I would have gotten this out of the way sooner, but I know now what I want to study and I'm studying what I love. So that's a good thing. Hmm. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? My advice would be to know what your values are as a, as a person and to make sure that you live into those values in your work and in your home life. And if your values are not being um, honored or respected, or if they're in, they don't align where, with where you work, to be willing to be courageous and to make sure you find a place that goes along and aligns with your values, because that you have to have that support from wherever you're working with who you are as a person. And I'm very grateful that I'm at a school that coincides with my values. So that's my advice. Awesome, thanks Meg. Now it's time for the joke of the day. Why couldn't the music teacher start their car? Oh, I don't know, what? Their keys were on the piano. It's a good one. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.